Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. In March of 2011, my family's life was turned upside down by a disaster in Japan. Uh, I was in Texas, about to finish a graduate degree at Abilene Christian University. We picked up for that summer, went back to Japan, led a bunch of volunteer teams, came back to Texas, packed everything up, and then moved back to Japan for the next four years, where we worked in disaster relief, recovery, and development. My name is Jonathan Straker. I'm a minister here at the Calvary Church of Christ in Alberta, Canada. And what we're doing with this series is taking some of the things that we learned there in Japan and applying them to COVID-19 and our response as a church to this crisis. So far, um, everything we've done in a way has been a discernment process. We began with an orientation where we kind of looked at where we were, where we are, and where we're going. But in the midst of that, the, the real exhortation was to keep our eyes on the pillar of smoke and fire, the tabernacle, God's presence with us in the desert, or to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who walks on the waves in the midst of the storm, to pay attention to God. Then we talked about gratitude and lament. Um, I didn't mention this in the sermon itself, but that's really a prayer process called the examen. It's been around for a long, long time. And it's a way of kind of reviewing our conscience in the presence of God. It's a discernment process. God, what are you saying to me through my joys and through my suffering? Um, and, and more than even what you're saying to me, I just want to recognize your presence with me in this. So we're discerning God's presence, right? Attending to God. Then we looked at uh, asset mapping, which is, from a Christian perspective, a way of reviewing the gifts that God has given us and the things that he might be, the opportunities that he might be opening to us through those gifts. Last week, we talked about the needs in the community around us. Anywhere there's suffering, Jesus is in the midst of that. Just think about, think about the stories of Jesus as he ministered. You know, what was his attitude towards the vulnerable in his society? What was his attitude towards the hurting, the sick, the weak, the marginalized, the people whose society had pushed to the edge or called unclean? What was his attitude towards physical needs, towards hunger, towards thirst? What was his attitude towards folks who were in prison or rejected? What was his attitude towards spiritual needs? towards emotional and relational and social needs. He, he met all of those, and what he was doing in all of those situations was bringing his kingdom, his reign to those situations. So this morning what I want to do is pause. We read the Lord's Prayer. The beginning phrases are, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So God, your name be glorified in this situation. And then, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
I grew up in churches that were sometimes hesitant to pray this prayer because we understood the kingdom as an institution rather than a relationship. Let me read this a different way for you. Our Father in heaven, your name be glorified. Your kingdom come, which means, God, you reign. God, please reign. Let your benevolent reign occur in this situation. Your will be done. In Calgary, Alberta, everywhere that the COVID virus has reached, all of the businesses that are struggling, all of the people that are hurting and afraid, either because uh, of physical sickness or because their finances are crumbling and everything that they held on to as their security is falling away. God, that's the on earth part. Your will be done in that situation as it is in heaven. So what we've done over the last few weeks is uh, if you followed the process, and I hope you do, if you haven't, Go back, watch the videos again, use the PDFs that are up on the website. It's a process that you have to actually work through. So you have to sit down and work your way through the questions and generate your responses and then compile them. And then we have something to work with. But if you've done that, what we'll have so far is kind of two piles, right? On I'm sitting at my own kitchen table. This is the perfect place to do this. On one side, we have our resources. So that's the result of asset mapping, and it's an ongoing process. So this pile ought to get bigger and bigger uh, the more we do this together. But these are the gifts. These are the five smooth stones. These are the things that God have, has given us uh, that we can use to address the pile on this side, which is the needs. And last week, we talked about a framework uh, that we can use to kind of make sure nothing falls through the gaps, make sure we're looking at everything, and then a way to prioritize them, a way to kind of do triage. What I have to say today is not very complicated, but I want you to hear it. It's very tempting at this point to get busy. We look at the resources, we look at the needs, we start to see possible connections, and we start to make plans and act. And I want to say, stop for a minute. Stop. This is when we pray. This is when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When I was in college, I worked with a campus minister who we would take spring break campaigns, uh, mostly to Ontario. We'd make all these plans and then we'd get in the van to head to the airport and he would always stop right then and say, said, okay guys, we've made a bunch of plans and now God looks at them and chuckles and says, now I'm going to show you what's really going to happen. And I think that's where we are right now. So how do we do that? How do we actually let God's will be done? How do we know what it is? Let me give an example from my life. Um, a lot of my work is in music. Spent a lot of time in choirs and, and bands in high school and college. Uh, did classical voice training. Then spent some time learning guitar. So you learn all of these different skills and techniques. But let me tell you hands down what is the most important skill in music. 
is listening. Right now, as we sit between these two piles of resources on this side and, and needs on this side, and we get excited about connecting them and being creative, this is when we stop and we listen. It's not very complicated. It takes some space and it takes some silence and some humility. Let me show you what silence sounds like. Sounds something like that. And in a very busy world, we're not very comfortable with it. But let me encourage you to sit in silence in the presence of God and attend to his will. Just ask again, God, what are you leading us to? What do you want to accomplish in this situation? Particularly, what's your vision for your church as your hands and feet, as your living body, in this situation? What do you want us to be? What do you want the world around us to look like when all of this is done? When we're through this valley that we're going through with COVID-19? What's your vision? We had a friend in Japan uh, who called this. He called vision. He's, <laughs> they use the word vision, right? So he said, do you know what vision is? It's painting the future. So that's, I think, what we're doing together here. We start to understand what some of our resources are. We start to understand clearly what some of the most critical needs are. And then we look again to God and say, God, help us paint the future. And then we do it. You call this vision casting or you can use that, painting the future. I think that's a great analogy. But the more... Clearly, we can articulate what the vision is, the better it is. So, again, with God's leading, we sit down, we listen, we're quiet. And then we say, I think God might be leading us to this. And we do it in community. We check each other's responses. We make sure it's in line with scripture. We're not going off in some weird direction. It's in line with God's character, with Jesus' ministry, then we articulate, which means we, we lay it out as clearly as possible. What's this future going to look like? Next week, we're going to talk about how we get there. So, again, the first three questions that we dealt with, um, what are we grateful for? What hurts? What resources do we have? What are the needs? Those are kind of questions. They're all discernment questions, but those are kind of questions about where we are. That helps us articulate where we are right now. The question we talked about today, where is God leading us? That's the future question, right? We paint the future with God. Next week, we talk about connecting the dots. How do we get from point A to point B? Uh, and there's some specific resources to help us walk through that. I hope you join us. I hope you'll share this whole series with those who might benefit.